Are you looking for an athletic scholarship? You're in the right place. This is the Recruit Me Athletic Scholarship Podcast, the longest-running podcast on recruiting and athletic scholarships. We're here to help your family navigate the recruiting road all the way to an athletic scholarship. He's a recruiting expert and a dad of a D1 athlete and a high school athlete pursuing a scholarship. With a wealth of experience to share, here's Recruit Me CEO, Brent Hanks. Welcome to this episode of the Athletic Scholarship Podcast. Thank you for coming back if you have listened before, and welcome to anyone that this is the first time listening. This podcast is for both student-athletes and the parents of student-athletes. I encourage you to listen to past episodes to gain insights into the college athletic recruiting process. The Athletic Scholarship Podcast is an affiliate of RecruitMe. RecruitMe is a place you go to learn about college recruiting. Go to recruit-me.com and download the free recruiting power pack. Your free recruiting power pack includes the first steps to an athletic scholarship. It helps you understand the first four things you need to do right away. There's a PDF download from recruiting expert and former RecruitMe owner John Fugler. When and how to use video. Get the answers in the audio tutorial from RecruitMe. And a player profile resume template. Create your most important recruiting tool with this easy-to-use fillable form. I talked about three ways to dig into recruiting research in episode 235, and I covered researching a team's schedule, a team's roster, and a team's coaching staff. When I talked about the team's schedule, I mentioned that where the school is located and where it travels on road trips is part of a recruiting decision. Well, let's discuss a college's location. A college's location is a high-priority reason to choose a team in a college. During your freshman and sophomore years of high school, you can start thinking about and developing a game plan to help choose your college. When I say thinking about, I mean writing these things down. You can answer questions like, do I want to stay close to home? Do I want to go within driving distance for weekends and holidays? Do I want to be one hour, three hours, five hours, or ten hours away from home? Do I want to stay in-state? How about warm or cold weather campuses? Beaches or mountains? East Coast, Midwest, West Coast, North or South? These are just a few questions for now, so let's explore the things you need to research about the location of a college. Take out your list of colleges, pick a school, and look up where it is located. What town and what state? One of the first things you can do is go to your favorite GPS or travel app on your phone or website on your computer. Plug in the college or the town in your GPS and look at and record the distance in miles and the time hours and minutes, to drive there or fly there. Being away from home is a major reason athletes struggle and a major reason they thrive. RecruitMe wants a student-athlete to consider location and not have a regret by making an uneducated decision. I, personally, chose to attend Southwest Missouri State, now Missouri State University in Springfield, Missouri. Missouri State's campus is just 15 miles from my hometown, and because of my major and being able to work at my family's car dealership, and my family in general, MSU was a good choice. Missouri State has one of the best education majors in the Midwest, and I didn't see any reason to go very far away when I had one of the best in my backyard. I was able to live at home for two years and save money by saving on parking, rent, food, and laundry. I was able to be with family on holidays. Sports can affect the athlete from visiting your family on holidays during your playing career. Being able to drive, bus, or fly home for holidays or for off-season is a factor that sometimes isn't considered when a student-athlete is making a decision. Every sport is different. Fall sports get their summers cut short and usually don't get a Thanksgiving break. 
Winter sports get all the summer, but don't get a full Thanksgiving or Christmas break and usually miss Valentine's Day, Martin Luther King Day, and President's Day breaks. Spring sports many times have a fall season, but Thanksgiving and Christmas breaks are usually available. But after the first of the year, spring sports are practicing all through January and games or matches start in mid-February. Spring break and Easter breaks are during the spring season. If you have short breaks throughout the year, then getting home and back to campus and the distance and the cost is important. The hours of travel and the cost are factors you need to consider. Parker, my oldest son, is now playing baseball at Northwestern University in Evanston, Illinois. He had originally planned for going to college less than five hours away. We worked the plan by researching and emailing D2 and D1 programs in that range. When Parker got a chance to play in a showcase in South Chicago with some summer ball teammates, we extended our range and sent emails to Iowa, Illinois, Illinois State, and Northwestern. Northwestern emailed back and asked Parker to fill out their online recruiting questionnaire. The pitching coach contacted the showcase coach and arranged to be there on Thursday that he pitched. After the three innings Parker pitched, the NU pitching coach left, but he asked the showcase coach to have Parker call after the games that afternoon. Parker called and Coach Reynolds invited us to a campus visit the next morning. We visited with him on Friday at the Wildcats baseball field and we toured the campus and then Coach Reynolds said he would talk to the head coach and call us on Wednesday the next week. So, on our eight-hour drive home, Parker, Lori, and I had a lot to talk about. Playing time possibilities, academics, cost, and yes, location were at the top of the list. We talked about the ability to drive to North Chicago with the eight-hour drive. We discussed the ability to fly from Springfield to Chicago, there is a direct flight, and the time and the cost. Lori's sister lives in South St. Louis, so there's a stopping point both coming and going, and Lori's parents are just four hours from Chicago. So Parker, after we got home, said he was good with Northwestern's location, even the cold and the wind, if they offered him a spot on the team. So through discussion and research and more discussion, Parker and our family adjusted the original plan to accommodate the new possibilities that had just popped up. We are now going through the location discussion with our son Sutton. Sutton will be sending out introductory packets here in February and March. He has a video and he has some stats. He will take the ACT test this spring and his high school schedule is ready to send out. Sutton is open to be close to home and says that five hours or less would be good so he could drive back home occasionally. He does want to look at warmer weather schools though. He learned from Parker's 37-degree baseball games, I guess. Your early high school years are the best time to get your thoughts and ideas written down. As you have heard, your plans may change. It is easier to have a plan change than it is to have no plan at all. The location of the school is one of the many items you need to think about in research. The distance from home will affect holidays and summers with family and friends. The distance will affect how you travel, how often you travel, and the cost of travel. The location of a school determines whether you pack a heavy coat or shorts and a t-shirt. In talking about the location having an impact on your college decision, we have talked about distance, travel expenses, time, and weather. The research on the location of the college should also include what the campus is close to in the surrounding area. Does the town or city provide a large or small variety of eating and shopping choices? Does the town have entertainment options? Not that you will have a large amount of time to do extracurricular activities, but student-athletes will have some. I mentioned earlier beaches and mountains. Are you looking for movies, art, music, hunting, fishing, golf, biking, hiking, or any other interest or hobbies? How close are these to campus? 
If the campus is in a small town with very few options, are you close to a larger city? Being in a smaller town can be a great experience for many student-athletes. A slower pace and less distractions are an advantage for many students. A big city can be a great experience, too. Fast-paced and always something to do is the right environment for many students. There are college towns where the main industry is the university. The University of Missouri in Columbia, Missouri. Kansas University in Lawrence, Kansas. And the University of Kentucky in Lexington, Kentucky are some big school examples. Colleges, big or small, in cities like Philadelphia, Los Angeles, Dallas, or Chicago may not have the hometown feel, but they are still connected with a part of a city or a city neighborhood. Parker went to a Kansas baseball camp, and they had an evening session where the coaches that were helping at the camp talked to the campers and any parents that wanted to come. I remember hearing a coach from Baker University in Baldwin City, Kansas. Baker University is an NAIA school located just 30 minutes south of Kansas University. The coach said to the players, You can come to Baker University, get a great education, play some baseball, and buy a KU shirt and go to Jayhawk football, basketball, and baseball games. He was using the bigger university to attract players to Baker that maybe couldn't play at a Division I level. So if Kansas or Arkansas or Florida is your dream school, but you are not at that level in your sport, then maybe a school close to Lawrence, Kansas, or Fayetteville, Arkansas, or Gainesville, Florida, or possibilities to play and study. You can still be a Gator, but a sport at Santa Fe College, which is a junior college, puts you right there in Gainesville. In episode 235, we got specific on research on colleges and sports programs. In this episode, we hammered down on the location of a school. These are very specific items to research. In an ideal recruiting sequence, you would have built a list of schools your freshman and sophomore years of high school. And as you mature and figure out that you can and want to play your sport in college, you will adjust your list. As a student-athlete gets to this point, he or she should develop their introductory email and player profile and recruiting questionnaire. If you take your list of 20 to 30, even up to 50 schools at all levels of competition and apply the team's schedule, the team's roster, and the team's coaches research from episode 235 and the school's location research in this episode, you can really pin down your schools to send your introductory packets to and eventually help you make a decision when that time comes your junior and senior year of high school. If you are in your junior and senior years now, it's not too late. You just have to get started and speed up the process. Listen to episode 231 where we talk about getting on the train or just getting started. Also, episodes 207 through 210 walk you through the freshman, sophomore, junior, and senior years and what you should do each year. Last week, I had some information prepared on another great resource that helps you to do research on all three of the items in that episode. The information I had prepared, I totally forgot to put it in the episode. It will also help you with this episode on locations. Check out collegecoachesonline.com. College Coaches Online maintains an up-to-date directory of over 25,000 NCAA and NAIA and NJCAA or JUCO college coaches. It has their sports, their divisions, the coaches' contact information, the student body size, and even their tuition cost. Here's what I like about it. You can use the College Coaches Online search to identify schools to match your criteria. In fact, you can even narrow down your search that matches your specific needs the location, size of school, tuition cost, 
the sport, the division, and the academics like grades, class rank, and SAT or ACT scores. Within seconds, you will get a list of all the schools in the U.S. or the region or the state that you pick. Try it free and you'll get five schools listed at your parameters. If you want a list of all the schools, you can get a one-month subscription for only $19.95 or a one-year subscription for $59.95. At your fingertips will be the school's coach's name, the school's address, phone numbers, academic rating, and links to the school's main webpage and the athletic department's webpage. Put in the promotional code of RM123 to let them know that you heard about collegecoachesonline.com from Recruit Me and the Athletic Scholarship Podcast. The last 10 episodes of 2020 had the 10 myths about athletic scholarships from the Recruit Me 3.0 athletic scholarship system. So to start 2021, I'm going to dip into Appendix C of the Recruit Me 3.0 system for frequently asked recruiting questions from student athletes and parents. I hope you find this Q&A section helpful. Question from a parent. My daughter's list of best schools for her future are very competitive D1s. Does your system help her even have a chance at one of them? She'll be a senior. Is it not too late to start the process now? She is a great student and athlete. Answer. You want to have as many options as possible. So you should divide your prospective schools into three categories. Number one. Programs right at your ability level. Number two, programs above your ability level. And three, programs that are below your ability level. If you are only shooting for schools that will be a stretch, you are narrowing the possibility of being recruited and receiving a scholarship. Your ultimate objective is to go somewhere where you will play and enjoy it, whether you receive a scholarship or not. And above all, receive a good education. You should compile a list of 40 to 50 schools to contact. Your current top list may not be your top list when you get through the recruiting process. There are many good schools and programs out there, most of which you are not familiar with right now. So keep your options open by contacting schools in all three of the above categories. RecruitMe takes you through the process of contacting the schools. To learn the step-by-step way to get recruited, check out the RecruitMe 3.0 Athletic Scholarship System. Go to recruit-me.com backslash system. The RecruitMe 3.0 is a proven step-by-step solution, tools, and resources including video, digital, and audio. Help yourself to an athletic scholarship. Get fast results. Hear from college coaches in 30 days or less. It's easy to use. How-to videos make it easy for you to get recruited. It's simple. Complete the fillable forms and email them to coaches. It has a history of success. Over 15 years of scholarship success with thousands of families. It's empowering. You own the system and control the recruiting process. RecruitMe 3.0 is affordable. It's $127 and it gets you all the video, digital, and audio resources. And there's no risk. There's an unconditional 90-day money-back guarantee and you get instant access and it's yours to keep. So go to recruit-me.com backslash system and get access to the RecruitMe 3.0 Athletic Scholarship System. Thanks for listening and come back and see us next Tuesday for the Athletic Scholarship Podcast.